0: Part six of the Watsons. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Gesina. The Watsons, the fragment of a novel by Jane Austen. Part six. Margaret, in the joy of her heart under circumstances which she chose to consider as peculiarly propitious, would willingly have made a confidante of Emma when they were alone for a short time the next morning and had proceeded so far as to say, "'The young man who was here last night, my dear Emma, and returns to-day, "'is more interesting to me than perhaps you may be aware.' But Emma, pretending to understand nothing extraordinary in the words, made some very inapplicable reply, and jumping up, ran away from a subject which was odious to her feelings. As Margaret would not allow a doubt to be repeated of Musgrave's coming to dinner, Preparations were made for his entertainment much exceeding what had been deemed necessary the day before, and taking the office of superintendence entirely from her sister, she was half the morning in the kitchen herself, directing and scolding. After a great deal of indifferent cooking and anxious suspense, however, they were obliged to sit down without their guest. Tom Musgrave never came, and Margaret was at no pains to conceal her vexation under the disappointment or repress the peevishness of her temper. The peace of the party for the remainder of that day and the whole of the next, which comprised the length of Robert's and Jane's visit, was continually invaded by her fretful displeasure and querulous attacks. Elizabeth was the usual object of both. Margaret had just respect enough for her brother's and sister's opinion to behave properly by them, but Elizabeth and the maids could never do anything right, and Emma, whom she seemed no longer to think about, found the continuance of the gentle voice, beyond her calculation, short. Eager to be as little among them as possible, Emma was delighted with the alternative of sitting above with her father, and warmly entreated to be his constant companion each evening. And as Elizabeth loved company of any kind too well not to prefer being below at all risks, she had rather talk of Croydon with Jane, with every interruption of Margaret's perverseness. Than sit with only her father, who frequently could not endure talking at all. The affair was so settled, as soon as she could be persuaded to believe it no sacrifice on her sister's part. To Emma the change was most acceptable and delightful. Her father, if ill, required little more than gentleness and silence, and being a man of sense and education, was, if able to converse, a welcome companion. In his chamber, Emma was at peace from the dreadful mortifications of unequal society and family discord, from the immediate endurance of hard-hearted prosperity, low-minded conceit, and wrong-headed folly, engrafted on an untoward disposition. She still suffered from them in the contemplation of their existence, in memory and in prospect, but for the moment she ceased to be tortured by their effects. She was at leisure, she could read and think— though her situation was hardly such as to make reflection very soothing. The evils arising from the loss of her uncle were neither trifling nor likely to lessen, and when thought had been freely indulged in contrasting the past and the present, the employment of mind and dissipation of unpleasant ideas which only reading could produce made her thankfully turn to a book. The change in her home, society, and style of life, in consequence of the death of one friend and the imprudence of another, had indeed been striking. From being the first object of hope and solicitude to an uncle who had formed her mind with the care of a parent, and of tenderness to an aunt whose amiable temper had delighted to give her every indulgence, from being the life and spirit of a house where all had been comfort and elegance, and the expected heiress of an easy independence, she was become of importance to no one, a burden on those whose affections she could not expect an addition to a house already overstocked, surrounded by inferior minds, with little chance of domestic comfort, and as little hope for future support. It was well for her that she was naturally cheerful, for the change had been such as might have plunged weak spirits in despondence. She was very much pressed by Robert and Jane to return with them to Croydon, and had some difficulty in getting a refusal accepted, as they thought too highly of their own kindness and situation to suppose the offer could appear in a less advantageous light to anybody else. Elizabeth gave them her interest, though evidently against her own, in privately urging Emma to go. "'You do not know what you refuse, Emma,' said she, "'nor would you have to bear at home. "'I would advise you by all means to accept the invitation. "'There is always something lively going on at Croydon. "'You will be in company almost every day, "'and Robert and Jane will be very kind to you. As for me, I shall be no worse off without you than I have been used to be, but poor Margaret's disagreeable ways are new to you, and they would vex you more than you think for if you stay at home. Emma was of course uninfluenced, except to greater esteem for Elizabeth by such representations, and the visitors departed without her. End of Part 6 End of the fragment The Watsons by Jane Austen Note, according to Austen Lee's memoir, this is how Jane Austen had intended the Watsons to continue. When the author's sister, Cassandra, showed the manuscript of this work to some of her nieces, she also told them something of the intended story, for with this dear sister, though I believe with no one else, Jane seems to have talked freely of any work that she might have in hand. Mr. Watson was soon to die, and Emma to become dependent for a home on her narrow-minded sister-in-law and brother she was to decline an offer of marriage from lord osborne and much of the interest of the tale was to rise from lady osborne's love for mr howard and his counter-affection for emma whom he was finally to marry end of the watsons by jane austen